0: Yeah. So good. Uh Real good. Uh Oh, nice backflip, Corey. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Chris, you're spinning on your head and recording a podcast. (laughs) That's incredible. Let's see how long I can keep this up. Yeah. And in this this, uh, second half, we actually have a special guest. Uh, Stephen Hawking is here. Uh, Stephen, how are you doing? Uh, It looks like he's having some uh, electrical issues with his talking mechanism, but he's here. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, All right, so now we're going to jump into... uh, to kind of stick with our theme uh, for this show, which uh, I'd say our genre is probably a little bit of a sci-fi fantasy um, if we were to make it a movie. We're, We're talking a little bit about sci-fi and uh, fantasy stories and where the best avenue to tell them are
1: sci-fi fantasy adventure stories are getting very popular in the mainstream and um they i think they originally probably started out more in tv but it's one of the genres that's always been in tv and has Mm -hmm. always had movies and and we're getting a lot of both now Mm. um even a lot of like Especially like Thor, but a lot of the superhero movies really Mm. kind of delve into the whole sci-fi realm a little bit. But we're debating today whether they're better to be done in movies or London's Spells better to TV. I will be
0: fighting on the side of movies. And I am fighting on the side of TV. Okay. So do you want to start it out?
1: Sure. I'll give my opening statement. Okay. Sure. Uh, Sci-fi fantasy has been great in the past. Uh, in movies, and he, I think in the past, if you're, you know, an old person, uh, it, it was even necessary, and you could do... I will I will grant you that in the past it was better to have a movie because you didn't have that kind of money power mm. uh, in, in TV shows to really do the kind of effects that you need to sell a sci-fi adventure. Um, but nowadays, look... I think one of the most powerful things you can do, and, and the trouble you always come into is sci-fi, is you need to make it believable. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to have these crazy things that, that really make you believe that it could happen and that you could be there. and w- And you don't have the time in a movie to construct that kind of narrative to really pull people into this storyline. But with TV shows, you have a lot of time. Mm. And since TV shows no longer have this, uh, we've, we've advanced so much with technological, like visual effects and things that we can do those kinds of effects cheaper. And Mm -hmm. TV shows just have a bigger budget nowadays because TV shows are becoming just as big of a deal as movies. So I feel like you can do sci-fi and fantasy better now as a TV
0: show. Okay. Now, I see that. I mean, you got a little bit more time to kind of build a character and stuff. But, uh... Um, Chris, what, what am I wearing on my face right now? Glasses. A- another term for these could be spectacles, right? Yes. And if you want to talk about spectacle, Chris, what's better than a movie? I mean, you got the atmosphere, you have all that, but we're going to talk about telling a story. And, uh... I don't know if you've heard of this movie. It's a little bit of a long shot. It's called Star Wars. Um, now this was a movie that was made that completely blew away audiences, right? TV, it's got, now I would say it's definitely has a very large reach that everyone's going to, but nothing has quite the draw as a movie. You have a specific budget, and what's nice about it is that you generally have resolution. TV shows you feel forced to stretch out a story and have little pieces added and it takes a while to get to that ending. And with a lot of sci-fi and what they do now with TV shows nowadays is they have an open ending. Um, My wife just currently got done watching Nurse Jackie and they had an ending where nothing was really resolved. Now if they do that, there's a huge issue because of so much time invested into it. While in a movie within the span of two hours... You could have so much more freedom to have a twisting story. You don't feel comfortable. You're going on this roller coaster, and at the end of it, if it's left open, you're a lot more content because you're like, oh, I can kind of think about it. Something like an inception. I know that's a little bit out of line of what we're talking about a little bit. Yeah, that's sci-fi. Yeah. That works. Yeah, but uh, I'll allow it. He spins the top, and he walks away, right? And then you're like, Oh man, was he in the dream? Oh, hey, cool, yeah, ooh, yeah, well, I wonder if uh, it was real or not. If they did, like, eight seasons of Inception, and they ended the series with that, there would be outrage. People would be like, come on! After all this, like, you don't give us an answer or a full resolution? And that's where the story has to be more focused in a movie. You can sit down, watch it, and go, oh, beginning, middle, end, great. Well, with the TV show, there's just always kind of a continuation. It's a little more satisfying for a movie. All right.
1: I, I understand your... So it's, it's one and done, kind of, and that's, uh, that's the positive mm-hmm. of a movie. And it's more of a spectacle. Like, more people are going to come out to see it. Mm-hmm. Some of the best TV shows we see nowadays are things like HBO, where not everybody's paying for HBO. Not everybody you know. sees those sorts of things. I understand that argument. All right. Uh, here's, here's something to come back at you with. Uh, You look at um, some of the biggest sci-fi adventure uh, things, like, in fact, more recently was Lord of the Rings Mm -hmm. and The Hobbit movies, and what you see those movies end up doing is they really stretch on. Mm -hmm. They end up being, like, three-hour, four-hour movies almost, and it's nonsense, and that's because you need that extra time.
0: Sorry, I keep humming in the background. Uh,
1: They can't necessarily hear that. Mm. I'm getting a phone call. But uh, um, they don't necessarily, like, they, they need that extra time to kind of suck you into the story. Yeah. Now, uh, with, and that's the most powerful thing in a lot of modern TV shows that I think are really good. Like Game of Thrones, what makes that show good is that you feel like it's real. You feel like it's really this olden days where people, you know, had to live by the sword and the shield and and, and you know... Food was, you know, kind of an agricultural society and not so technologically driven. And, and, you know, people are traveling long distances by horse and just they really suck you into that and you believe it pretty quickly because they have so much time to do it. And then you have all these characters that you can characterize and it's so much deeper. And those worlds, these sci-fi worlds are so much more rewarding when they're that deep. Um... Now things that are good like Star Wars. Star Wars is a great example of a movie that sci-fi that's really good.
0: And there's a new one coming out with more movies. But look out at the look at
1: how many movies they're making. I mean, the Episode Eight is is in the works. Yeah. I mean, Episode Eight. <laughs> it's like a TV series but with movies. They keep making more and more. And there's um if it if it started at a mo- as a movie they to be could honest, do it just the really
0: same. it's five. <laughs> right right episode five.
1: i mean no one really counts the and on, but honestly look at it this way if those were just episodes you can you can recover a lot better over a couple bad episodes in a tv series in a strong tv series than three bad movies
0: but also if you're going with tv then you're facing that end game right you may get canceled and then you have to force an ending or you have a show like dallas that ran for so many years and people loved it and then at the end it was like Oh, it's all a dream, which basically ruins the entire rest of the series.
1: Right, but you can't. It's far can't, more dangerous. You can't talk bad about using TV shows just because not everyone handles it correctly. I mean, and it's true that TV does tend to not end as strongly. Yeah. Now that doesn't now not all TV series have an open ending, mm-hmm. um, but like X Files, one of the greatest sci-fi stories ever. And well, I guess I think you could call that sci-fi. Um, I th- yeah, definitely because of the aliens. But, um, it, 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 it didn't end quite as strongly, you know, in the ninth season. Mm. But they just did a new season. Is that good, you know? And yeah. and although I mean, look who's talking. The new season had a stupid open ending. But, <laughs> yeah. but uh, regardless, that is you know, the X-Files movies weren't quite as good as the X-Files TV show, Mm -hmm. you know? I think the Star Trek movies aren't quite as good as the Star Trek TV show, you know? And look at how well, like, um, you know, Clone Wars did. And that was animated. These are TV shows with movies,
0: and the TV shows are better. Not better, but really good. Two things. One, I was really hoping you wouldn't bring up Clone Wars. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, two... Yeah, that's, that's great and all, but that's something like Star Trek. It's always going to be on. So you'll always have this show. And there's going to be times where you're not as into it. There's going to be times where you're really into it. There's going to be seasons that you're like, oh, they really fell off the base. You know, and oh, it's coming back. And then if they don't pull through at the end, a movie, you're like, oh, well, that was two hours. That movie sucked. I'm, I'm not exactly excited about it. Oh, well. But a TV show, you could be watching for five seasons and then they go for three more seasons and it's not up to them how they're going to finish the story. It's up to the network and when they're going to cancel it, when they're going to force them to close. And then if the last few seasons are bad, you're like, I spent five years watching this show (laughs) (laughs) and it ended horribly. There's far more of a risk involved in terms of telling that story as opposed to a movie where you can keep it focused and you can go and watch it. And get it done with. And if it's bad, it's bad. But if it's good, it's great.
1: But in this modern day, we have things like Netflix where you can release a whole season at once. Okay? And we have, um, look at, oh, there's something else that you said. And I had a really good, dang it, dang it, dang it, dang it,
0: dang it. So what you're saying is I won then. No.
1: A good uh, argument against, um your point about movies oh totally my my brain blanked but um look you have things like netflix and look at like even these superhero stories like the flash green arrow um daredevil jessica jones these are very sci-fi ish storylines and they're doing very well on netflix um so you have these shows and so you're not necessarily limited to just Mm. one season and just in the same way here it is i remembered just in the same way that networks can get in the way of a tv show studios can get in the way of a good movie look at fantastic four over and over (laughs) again the studio gets involved and it ends up sucking damn it so i feel like i feel like we you know it's not necessarily true um that you know that movie that tv shows have all these problems or and that movies don't you know i think you run into the same issues with movies that you do with television. And, and you don't have the hang-ups that you used to have with television that you still, you know, that you could overcome with movies, the the budget and things like that. Um, and I think it's just easier to watch as well. You know, you can you can get sucked into the storyline and you can keep coming and watching. You don't have to do it all at once. Mm. You can watch it in smaller increments, you know, hour-long episode or half-hour-long episode. Um, and And because of that sort of, you know... The nature of the beast, I think any kind of entertainment broken up like that, you you, you can just do so much more with Mm. it. And then you have, I mean, look at a book. When you write a book, you have several chapters. You don't just write one giant book. And that's what a movie is. But a TV show is broken up into chapters. Mm. So um, because of that, it can keep you going. A lot of times in a book, when I'm reading a book and it has short chapters, I'll read more than I would if it has like 20 page chapters because then i'll just read one chapter but so a lot of times with tv show shows you know i would just watch the movie um and kind of get sick of it you know if it's a long movie or if it's not very good but with a tv show half an hour i'm done and oh man i want to watch another one half hour i'm done oh i want to watch another one and i'll get like you know you get into that binge watching which can actually be really rewarding yeah uh and and so i think i feel like especially if you want to call i i know that generally superhero movies are considered a separate genre from sci-fi but there's a lot of sci-fi adventure fantasy in something like Daredevil. And, I mean, look at how good that second season is. Oh, my God. I just want great. to talk about how good this I is. I know. It's so good. Because it came good. out yesterday. It is so good. I've already it's seen, so like, good. six episodes. Jeez. I couldn't stop watching it. I was up until, like, 3 a.m. just watching Daredevil. It's so good. The new season is so good.
0: Okay. Okay. Well... I'll concede that you were probably right on this one. I kind of felt like TV was going to be the way, but we had to take two separate sides. Yeah,
1: yeah, you had to argue movies Um, just to make it more interesting. But
0: yeah, I would agree that TV is probably the better way to build an environment, build a world for people to be involved in. Um, Although I do think I made some good points.
1: You did, you made some great points. And I think, uh, I mean, and I'm still, I'm never going to stop watching either. I'm going to watch movies and TV Yeah, that are, Sci-fi is a great, excellent, you know... It's a great balance of both yes. worlds. And it gives, you, it gives you everything you need.
0: Okay, Chris, well, do you know what right now is time for? Uh, the challenge, right? Yes. Give it a second. Ha! Aha! Uh-huh. Oh, this is a good challenge. Oh, sense. yeah. Yeah. It's on. You feeling a little pumped? Uh, 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 uh. Hey, this song always pumps me up. Oh yeah, I'm kind of pumped. I'm ready to grab like a sword and shield, run into battle, like in 13th Warrior, where they get, <laughs> you know, Antonio Banderas to play like an Israeli person, <laughs> which is weird. <laughs> but anyway, I may, oh. I may be wrong. I watched it just recently, and Okay, it's not a great movie. Uh,
1: I'll pitch... You pitch the challenge. Okay. You have a better, a better understanding of it. So the bit.
0: challenge was me and Chris both had to come up with Disney movies, right? So we had to come up with our own animated Disney film that would take place in a location. So we had to come up with the location the animated film would be. We had to kind of have an idea of what characters would be in it. Has it has to
1: be animals that haven't been done before. It has to be animal-based, right? Yes. has yeah. to be
0: animal-based. Um... And we also needed to write a little bit of the award-winning song that the movies would have. Like, you know, Lion King has Can You Feel the Love Tonight and uh, Just Can't Wait to Be King and co- countless others. So we needed to come up with a little bit of the song that would be necessary. Um, so, who do you want to go first? Uh, I can go,
1: okay, so let's do the plot of the movie and okay. then let's do...
0: Okay. Um, Give us uh title if you have one. Plot, characters. And uh, then, yeah. And then yeah. do you want to do your
1: song? Um no, Uh, then you do your plot and okay. then I'll do my song and then you okay. do your song. Perfect. So go. Okay. Ahead. Uh all right. So just a second I got to get to the Okay. So this is this is f- um This is working animals, you know, like dogs, uh, seeing eye dogs. Different. There are different animals that do jobs for humans. But these are personified animals, and the animals talk. And we're not really focusing on the the people. Yeah. There are people in this, but they are, you know, unimportant, unpersonified characters, kind of like in Charlie Brown or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the adults don't really like the animals don't understand them except for like maybe sit and stay or something. That might be kind of a funny thing. But uh, primarily a ferret family. Okay, Mr. Ferret. Uh, okay. Um, He works for a company. He runs through tubes and pulls, like, wires through and different things like that. So they'll hand him, oh, okay. like, wires. And there's actually working ferrets who do this. They actually, I think the NASA, like, had a working ferret for quite some time. They would, like, connect... Uh, wires to it and then it would run through like tubes and different things and like the space to like run wires through so this ferret does that but he's not obviously it's not just a ferret family but that's like the they're the main characters Mm. Um, but there's so much more going on now the location is is mostly in a break room there's this centralized break room for all working animals where they kind of go and they have like a coffee or they have their lunch and they sit and they talk about, you know, kind of like, you know, water cooler, you know, they sit there and they talk and because they're all animals, it's like underground and they all meet there. So every working animal from everywhere, you know, they all meet in the centralized work room or break room. Now, um, what takes place and you'll hear a lot more about this in the song is there's a, there's unequal pay between cute animals and ugly animals. (laughs) So the non-cute animals aren't making as much to do the same job sometimes as the cute animals are. Uh, So this this plays upon, you know, a very current issue of women not getting paid uh, equally. So we have like very good political ramifications through the movie. Um, We have cute animals and cool ferrets and but but you can do a lot with it because all the animals can have different jobs and it can be funny and you can kind of dive into the different jobs that different animals do. You can make up jobs for like, you know, in this parallel universe where um you know all the animals have jobs and mm-hmm. and you could kind of try and think of like obviously you have like elephants lifting and moving things and 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 ferrets and dogs work a lot but you could have you could come up with a, different ideas of other animals and what they could do to help you know you could have gophers and moles you know digging you know holes for like cable and yeah. think of how much cheaper it would be if we could train animals to do that i mean this <laughs> world, like oh man yeah so anyhow uh that's that's the primary thing and that whole uh that's gonna blow up and that's when the song comes Mm. um is like at the crescendo the climax of the movie there's all these ugly animals not getting equal pay and they're fed up um so that's kind of the the climax of the film
0: yeah that's where it's going if you will Crap! That was really good and extremely original, and mine's not as original as that. It upsets me. This is gonna be like the second movie challenge. There's
1: so many animal movies. It Dang took me it. a
0: really long time. Okay. Well, mine's a tried and true tale of okay. a lost animal trying to find its way home
1: that, with the help of another good, animal. Okay.
0: Okay. The movie I came up with the title Dry Ice. Okay. Okay. Because it is about a penguin who gets lost in the desert.
1: But there's so many penguin movies.
0: Oh, but he gets lost
1: in the desert. Yes. He Ooh, gets lost okay. in the desert,
0: kind of around like the California area where it's really dry, How did of he heat. end up in the desert? Um, Shipping container. Okay. They wound up getting crossed okay. up. and He was like on his way to the zoo. It got fixed, and then it like kind of tumbled out, and then he wound up in this really hot area. So it's Madagascar. And wandered out. Just shut up, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Just listen to the story. Now, there's Dylan, who's an armadillo.
1: Okay. He finds
0: this penguin named Perry. Okay. And he keeps saying like, well, you know, you could stay here and be friends. No one really likes me. They, they think I kind of won't come out of my shell, which he kind <laughs> of has his armor. Nice. Um, so he becomes being friends with Perry, but Perry really misses home. He doesn't handle the heat well. So it's about Dylan taking Perry across the U.S. to try and take him back home and find a way to get Perry back home.
1: Okay, to, to the so it's a buddy adventure. It's a buddy
0: adventure movie. Now, uh,
1: okay, okay. Now,
0: there is a vulture that really wants to eat the penguin because it's like, ooh, exotic food. It's yeah, yeah. super delicious. never eaten a penguin so, before. Yeah, um, so there's the vulture, right? His name is Victor. Um, he wants to eat them, okay? Now, there's some side characters. There's a cactus named Jim. And it's, it's a cact- I, felt, I was starting to think that all the
1: names were going to be alliterative. No. Um, like, Harry so, the Penguin, Victor the Vulture, Dylan the Armadillo. Yeah. But then you have Jim the Cactus. Jim the Cactus, okay. yeah.
0: Because he's one of the best characters. Because the animals are so dumb, they don't realize that it could just be a different cactus. Just any time, like, there's a part with an oasis that they wind up wandering there, and there's a cactus, and they're like, oh, Jim made it. Oh, uh, okay, <laughs> stuff, okay, so, I like that. Does, so, he, but does he talk or anything? No, or he okay. does not He's oh, okay. just a cactus. So, yeah, they just, okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Just in the desert, you know, the heat and stuff. Which, yeah. speaking of the heat, there's uh, kind of like a bearded dragon lizard named Artemis T. Lizard, and he is super crazy, and he just kind of shows up in weird situations. And he actually sings the major song Ooh. in it. Um, but he's a little crazy because, uh, Dylan winds up kind of, um, getting trapped in something at night and you'll find out Artemis T. Lizard did it just because he's super crazy and thought Dylan was like some desert beast and like captured it. And he comes across the penguin and, uh, kind of introduces himself. And that's the, the song where he kind of winds up showing up. But, uh, Dylan escapes and scares away Artemis T. Lizard and he's just a wild card. Um, but yep, so then they got to find their way back and all that good stuff. That's right. the that's the plot. Right. But but T I feel lizard. like Jim the cat So H- H- is.
1: the the primary song is the also the introduction of the character. Artemis yes. T lizard and he sings it
0: because it's such a great song. All right. And it's yeah. super catchy. See, I'm worried. I I think your song might be really good. <laughs> uh, I know. I feel like if I'm going to win this challenge at all, it'll be because of the song.
1: Yeah. All right. Are Are you ready for my song? Okay.
0: Yep. Go
1: ahead. Okay, so this, this kind of, it starts really sad, all okay. right? And and the ugly animals are sad, and they're kind of singing a song. Maybe a, a little girl whose dad isn't making enough money, Yeah. you know, starts singing, and she's like, how cute we are, and how we were made should not have an effect on how we are paid. We got rights too, and we do a good job, but with unequal pay, we're being robbed. And then it goes to like the, the strike lines, okay? Yeah. All these ugly animals striking and, <laughs> and chanting, you know, yeah. we got, you know. And they say, we got snakes, we got bats, rats, and star-nosed moles. We got hyenas, spiders, blobfish, and warthog bulls. We may be unsightly, but we earn our cash. Don't want to pay us fairly, then you can kiss our bass. He's also a bass. Um,
0: <laughs> like cleans pools or something. And and it's,
1: so it's a strike. It's this, yeah. It starts out and then it kind of builds to this, we you know chant of of them walking around with their signs and yeah. pay pay ugly animals fairly. And that's all I have for, for the song.
0: Okay. Uh, I I wound up getting pretty into the song, so I got a, a little bit here. So here's a yeah, okay. yeah 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 yeah.
1: That's okay. that's fine. I found the, the song part kind of difficult.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, your story killed it. But uh, okay. So the song starts out with the penguin missing his icy home, and then uh, you'll hear Artemis kind of jump in and explain why the desert's great and he should stay. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so this. Hey, is, what
1: ends up happening in the end? Does he go back
0: or does he stay in the desert? He does go back. He makes okay. friends with the narwhal.
1: Oh, does the armadillo Dylan come to, with him? He too, goes with him there, yeah, and stays in Antarctica. He, he stays or? in okay, Antarctica,
0: okay. and he's the only armadillo to ever be in Antarctica.
1: But in Ar- Antarctica, they
0: like him. Yeah. Oh, they because, love him until because they
1: it's him. more regular to be like
0: a weird animal right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I like that. Okay, so it starts out with Perry. The cold has been my home. In the heat, I feel alone. The sun's so unforgiving. And boy, I call that living. (laughs) Uh, uh, who are you? Who am I? I'm Artemis T. Lizard. Pleased to meet you. What's your name? Who cares? I'll tell you why the desert's great, though it's in need of repairs. It's the hottest spot in Cali. Literally, it's scorching hot. If survival's a priority, then a few things you need taught. And then it's like, bum, bum, bum. And he's like, In the day, the warmth's delicious, though those ugly birds are vicious. In the desert land, the sand is grand, we say. If you grab a bit of shade, then, my boy, you got it made. Your chances increase that you will survive the day. Dum, dum, dum. Now snakes traverse around us <laughs> if we ask what that hissing sound was. <laughs> and that cactus avoid oppressing, because its insides are refreshing. Now water is quite rare. Find some and rush your air. Because when the moon comes out, the cold could take your soul. <laughs> and, the, and the penguin's like, uh, Mr. Lizard, I like the cold. No, you don't. Okay. He's like, Uh oh, you scare me and he's like, Well, I, I have no friends. <laughs> Aww. He
1: doesn't have friends either. Yep. And then that's how it ends. Place. He
0: just kind of goes a kind little bit mad. Out.
1: Yeah, so he's a little bit crazy for Yeah, from being He's alone got all a all
0: lot time. of heat stroke issues, and dehydration. And just dehydration. His mind is completely slipping. So <laughs> no, like mid don't. song, he's like, The moon will take your soul and gets like super like that. into that's it. That's
1: definitely a good definitely a better song than mine. But I feel like it, it's, uh, and, and it does, it kind of tells the story of the movie and fits yeah. right at, so it works as being the whole song of the movie, so yeah. I like T. Artemis Li, Ar- Artemis, Artemis T. T. Lizard. Artemis T. Lizard, the lizard. I, I like all the characters. I feel like they're cute, uh, um, and it would be great to see.
0: Yeah. I think I could get yeah. behind that. Movie. I, I, think, I think you have a stronger story.
1: Yeah, but I, I think I have a stronger song.
0: So it's really up to the fans. Well
1: mine really it, it just it has to do with all these, you know I really I want to see lovable animals. And and I feel like the song's only powerful because of the sad animals in the beginning and the striking animals yeah. at the crescendo. I think
0: just, just seeing like the all the ugly animals doing jobs would be extremely hilarious. <laughs> like I really want to see your movie. So if you're listening, listen. Bring us a briefcase. <laughs> All right, so that's we a can bit. offer it to the Sci-Fi Network? <laughs> yes. Uh, so uh, <laughs> that's a callback to uh, episode five, um, part two, I believe. But, uh, yeah, that'll, that'll do it for the challenge, you know. Nice. Uh, so really we're putting it in your hands as listeners. Um, we're
1: going to put this up for them to vote on
0: again? Uh, yes, Which we are. Which one they like more? So on the site we will have a way for you to vote yes or no, um, if you go to our Instagram or our Twitter or if you go onto iTunes and leave comments, you can vote, and all those votes will be counted. In the next episode we do, um, we will talk about the winner and talk about prizes, which there really isn't one except bragging rights, but we appreciate bragging rights. <laughs> and one thing that we're going to do at the end of shows now is we're going to give you uh, a bit of life advice uh, to end the show with that's not movie related. Um, or I guess it could be, but anyway, um, for me, I would say to better your life. If you're courting a woman, never tell her in a moment of passion that she has a body like Rick Moranis.
1: <laughs> a motto that I tend to leave my li- live my life by is if it's free, it's for me. And I encourage you to adopt that as well. Yeah. Uh, if
0: it's free, it's for me. So, live your life, better your life, with words from Corey and Chris. Check
1: us out on FilmNark, uh, .filmnark www.filmnark.com. Subscribe to us. uh, Listen to our podcast, which is now available on iTunes. Um, We're not doing YouTube anymore, so listen. um, But not
0: so much watching. We will do some video, though, with uh, different headshots or anything that we may do, any sort of little bit or...
1: And uh, if you're looking for reviews of movies uh, in the theater, check that out as well. We got reviews up, and that's always great. Any movie that you haven't seen but maybe you were thinking about, you can check out the reviews, see what we said about it. And that's guaranteed. I always review a movie, uh, at least personally, before I've read other reviews yeah on it so i don't i always give an honest review of it and then i find out what everyone else has to say about it afterwards so sometimes they don't always you know agree with popular opinion but i feel like it wouldn't be a true review if it always did so
0: yeah and and that's great but uh yeah yeah, any comments you want to put up on the site or if you check us out on itunes leave us a review we'd love to hear from you uh, you could also leave some comments there. We will read them on the show and give you guys some credit. Get your name, username out there so that way you could hopefully get some follows and likes. But yeah, thank you guys for listening.
1: Mm. Milk was a bad
0: choice.